from Low Tree Studios in Lancaster, California, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. This is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. And my name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Welcome in. Welcome, welcome in. Welcome in. Coming up, uh, it's give up on New Year's resolution time of year. Uh, A past astronomer's poo-poo, poo-poo's the internet. I'll explain all that, of course. Dry ice kills three people. Uh, the butt positive complaining technique, the uh, mm, busting myths about the coronavirus. Got something there. That's going to be interesting. And eight annoying texting habits. I wrote testing, though. Good thing I cu- recovered quickly and actually said the words texting. Thank you. But I wrote testing. Uh, welcome those of you listening live on CastBox and those of you listening after the live show on your fave podcatcher. And welcome, I said, I already said welcome to Mindy, but I'm going to welcome you again. Mindy, what are your midweek highlights? Midweek highlights. <clears throat> yeah. I did 25 push-ups with the guys today. 25 push-ups. That's pretty good. I don't think I could do 25 push-ups. <laughs> I don't think I they could all do. did 100, but I did 25. Now, did you do 25 in a row? Um, pretty much, or, yes. Oh, pretty much. So what's pretty, but pretty much is not. Well, I did 10 you know. and then I did a set of 15 and then I did a, uh, uh, five. That's not in a row. Yeah. That's, I that's not in a row. The I, point like is, I, is I tried. No, I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm proud of you, but that is, that they is. They were proud of me. More <clears throat> proud than you are right now. No, I'm very proud. I'm very proud. Uh, but I, but the question was, did you do them in a row, in a row? And so Stephanie, like Steph, I, I Stephanie's sentiment is so no. So that's <laughs> so that's the answer. Let's just get shut up, Stephanie. Uh, and Wayne, Wayne is listening to us in the shower. How do you? Nice. He's got an Android, I guess. The phone doesn't get wet, I guess. Um, and, and then he's still getting over his sickness. And Stephanie also is uh, is getting bugs. over the sickness. She was she was sick two days, which is rare for her to miss two days in a row of work. Well, technically three because she was off last Friday too. That's right. So wow. Little, little 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 vacation you didn't want, isn't you know? Little vacation you didn't want. And Wayne says my phone is waterproof. Welcome to 2020. Okay, is that shade? Right. I think it's shade. What? Mine's waterproof for a little bit of time. I don't know how long, but a little bit of time. Oh, Stephanie's got to chime in. And welcome their... to Android. Yeah, welcome to Android. It's haters. Oh, it's they're, haters. they're the haters. Mm-hmm. They really are. They're. You know what it is? It's I think it's the uh, inferiority complex, right? When they're just walking around with inferior choices, and and they just have to lash out because they're they know it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wayne's saying I didn't say anything about <laughs> Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <clears throat> <laughs> Good point. And uh, Wayne says the new apples are the same. It's true. They are. That's why I'm just playing around. We're having some fun with the Android Apple uh, debate mm-hmm. and hate. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh, let's get into oh, what my, what's my midweek highlight. I don't really have one. Yeah. It's been slow at work. Yeah, it's been and so I've slow. And I've really been contemplating my life. You know, like, <laughs> is this what I want from it? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's hard like, when it's slow. Ugh, I just, man, I, do I want this? I was thinking about a new job or something, you know, just to s- spice it up. I don't know, man. You just know. need to stay put and just deal. Oh, I just can't. So it, that, it that's a hard. low light, but it is hard. it's not a highlight, but it's a low light. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get into the, let's get, let's just move on to the topic because that's just a downer. You it know what I mean? Let's just move on. Okay, so here's Stephanie. Um, no, I'm just doing her voice like what I think it would be uh-huh. from the Android. Um, no, it's more like um, um, no. no, but I'm doing it like really over the top because it's kind of you know that like uh, it's so much better. Like there's so much better. Uh, can't ta- can't take Apple underwater and take pics. Can you? Do I care about that? When was the last time I ever wanted to take pictures underwater? Why would I care about that? Great feature, though. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne's got our back, though. Thanks, Wayne. Uh, iPhone 11, uh, you can. So eat that. Eat it. 
<laughs> I, like I say this all with love, of course. I eat love, a dick I love, sandwich. I love going back and the back and forth with the cis. All right, so let's get into this here. Uh, right around this time of year is when millions tend to give up on their ambitious New Year's resolutions. Mmm. Mmm. If you had resolved to cut back on the calories this year, here's some extra incentive. A new study finds restricting caloric intake will slow cellular aging, reduce inflammation, lower your risk of age-related diseases, and promote an overall longer life. So eating less. Well, obviously. Yeah. That's a well, obviously moment, right? I've been doing that. Eating less? Yes. So apparently, though, it's supposed to do a lot for you in terms of in terms of aging. It's supposed to help you age more gracefully. Well, that's the whole fasting thing as well, is it's supposed to help repair those cells. But isn't it weird that sort of like the caveman, it's kind of the caveman diet, right? You know, where they didn't only ate once. That. But they had a lifespan of like 15 years old or some shit. I don't know about all that, but... It's probably you. like 20s. They probably lived in to, to be 20, and you that was it. Know. Mindy. I just don't read something. Me. <laughs> I just read something on the weekly dose about how in London in I don't know, I don't know what century, not very long ago, uh, that they only the average lifespan was like 29. All right. So we're talking about cavemen. The lifespan must have been like 15 years old or something. Something. Okay. <laughs> I'm just not getting the respect I deserve tonight. Nope. From anybody, from the chat, from anybody. Caveman had no doctors, probably died from shit like ingrown toenails. <laughs> That's such a great point. <laughs> right? Such a great point. And, you know, also dinosaurs, stuff like that. Yeah. That's a really good point. Thank you, Antonio. Uh, always keeping me honest here. Um, all right, so let's move on to this next thing here. Uh, this is from 25 years ago, and, and th this is really crazy If you when, I'm, when I read this. It's interesting. So here's a funny blast from the past. 25 years ago in 1995, American astronomer, author, and teacher Clifford Stoll wrote a column for Newsweek about uh, an emerging thing called the Internet. According to him, it was, it was to go nowhere. Uh, it's almost wow. humorous how wrong he was. This is what he said here. Then there's a cyber business where promised instant catalog shopping. Uh, just point and click for great deals. We'll, we'll order airline tickets over the network, make restaurant reservations, and negotiate sales contracts. Stores will become obsolete. So how come my local mall does more business in an afternoon than the entire internet handles in a month. This is 25 years ago, remember. Even if there were a trustworthy way to send money over the internet, which there isn't, the network is missing a most essential ingredient of capitalism. Salespeople. Uh, lucky for us, Stoll was dead wrong. Was he ever? That. Because it is definitely, uh, the, it's so funny though, 25 years, he was like, this is what it was going to do. And this is exactly what it's doing. And it's, uh, it, it, the internet's kicking ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Wayne says, wow, wrong it's, as hell. And Stephanie says, idiot. And yeah. And you know, it's almost the opposite of what's happening. Like the stores are shutting down because we're doing more shopping online and we don't visit those. Well, that's what this is saying. I can't remember the last time I've been to a mall. Yeah, I rare, we rarely go to the mall. There's some things you can't get online, though, and there's some things that you're going to want to go and shop for. Like, okay, for example, uh, for on Valentine's Day, I bought earrings for you. And that, you know, you have to pick that stuff out. You have to be there and yes. pick that stuff out. Uh, I would say even when I go to Guitar Center, I like to go there and see it. Another thing is clothes. I tend to like to... Uh, try this stuff on. Mm. Shoes is one of those uh, I like to try on because I just don't know if it's going to fit. I know stuff I like just that. recently ordered um, from Pottery Barn because it's supposed to be a great place, right? Ordered the shower curtain, yeah. waited months for it because mm -hmm. I ordered it back like Christmas. Finally comes in and is nothing like the picture. Mm. I returned it. Well. Or I am returning it. Well, there you go. And that's the thing. Do you, do you have to pay a stock restocking fee and stuff like that for returning no. stuff? Not always, right? Well, what was the thing that we returned? We, we didn't like it and we were going to, they told us to keep it. What was it that we had? It was like a, a, a tool. Yeah, and we just didn't need it, and they, they said, keep it. Keep it. Just I was like, it. oh, wow. Okay. Oh, 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 it was the book. That's right. Stephanie, it was the book. And did we, oh, yeah, we gave yeah. Stephanie that book, did yeah. we not? Yeah, so that's the one. I doubt she read it. Uh, she might not have. 
Why are you doubting her? Because she doesn't. You know why she doesn't she, read? She didn't. Yeah, she doesn't. She she has she has an Android. That's why she didn't read it. That's what it is. And and people with Androids don't read. Well, now you're shaming. I'm kidding. All right, let me back up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're gonna get shaded. Making jokes minute. here. Antonio says Blu-ray still looks better than streaming, and I have 400 megabytes per second. And Antonio says Jason, ha ha ha. Thank you. At least somebody thinks I'm funny in the room. You know what I mean? Uh, you should check out our Instagram. We finally were able to capture our little dog, Bella, uh, doing her little singing thing that she does at, the, at yeah. the end of the day. She never did that early on in, in, uh, since when we had her. And it's just been the last couple of years, she's just been so much louder about it. Like, yeah, like let me in. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. All right, let's get into these because I've got quite a few of them. course this is what's in the news recently 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 this one is really interesting and i think you'll find it interesting because you deal with this stuff daily uh, a disastrous incident involving dry ice led to three deaths at a russian instagram influencer's birthday party on friday katrina didinko an influencer with 1.4 million instagram followers was celebrating her 29th birthday guests exited a sauna complaining about the heat this prompted partygoers to dump dry ice oh. into the pool 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 into the pool the dry ice was also intended, according to reports, to create a dramatic visual effect. Overheated guests then jumped into the pool oh, no. to cool off, only to choke and lose consciousness in several cases. As noted by the BBC, dry ice is a solid form of carbon dioxide. If handled and stored properly, it is entirely safe. Without proper ventilation, however, releasing dry ice can lead to exposure to dangerous levels of the gas. It had to have been a lot of dry ice, though. It had to have been, for sure. In a pool of water? Yeah, that's... I mean, I know it sucks because, you know, when I'm digging in it to get my, my stuff packed... You can't breathe in. You Don't cannot, breathe in. You have to hold your breath. Yep. Not smart. Uh, now we we use dry ice for some of the, the stuff that we store for the for the work that we do. And when you get that stuff in, you're supposed to empty all the dry ice out before you store it in yeah. these big freezers because it will take the oxygen out of the room. Yes, and so you will so. pass out. We had someone pass out. And that, that, was, that they made it a two-man thing because of that. Yes. Uh, Antonio says ice sucked sucked all the oxygen out of the air. Uh, mad dumb. Uh, and then he says, oops, too many sucks, sucks, <laughs> sucks. Legacy of Doom, what's up? Legacy of Doom says, is that the culture that's changing or uh, you as people with purchasing items online? I agree. I think it's the culture that's changing. I think it's easier and uh, people like convenience because well, they like time. And I've said time and time again, it, we are we're uh, in a time where time is precious. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we'll do anything to... Hold on to Save the time it. that we have <laughs> that's like just spent with ourselves, you know? I'm, I'm with you 100%. Next thing here, a man in the UK was caught fleeing from a restaurant covered in nacho cheese. That's nacho cheese! Yes, it is. The man had just argued with a waitress who asked the man to leave. When the man refused, a manager came to the table and told him police had been called. For some reason, the man grabbed a large bowl of nacho cheese dip and poured it all over the manager and himself. Cops wow. caught the sticky guy a few blocks away. That's weird. And they were yelling at him, that's nacho cheese. You made that up? No, that's an old joke. You remember that joke? I remember it. Okay. You just like saying it. I do. It's funny. I think it's funny. That's my <clears throat> sense of humor. I think dumb stuff is funny. Next thing here, a, a woman in Romania left her husband after he turned their apartment into an indoor garden. The woman says her man started with a small garden box in the bathroom for growing flowers, but over three years he kept bringing in more soil and planting more flowers, plants, and eventually vegetables. The last straw for her was coming home from work to find her husband had removed their bedroom mattress and replaced it with another garden. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Why not outside? Or did they have, was it an apartment? Did you say? Don't know. Just got obsessed with planting and just overdid it in, in the, in the apartment. 
Yeah, it was in an apartment. That's what I asked. Oh, yes, it's an apartment, Mindy. Yes, it was in an apartment. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for paying attention. Uh, Antonio said, I used to make aircraft sealant for you guys at 3M. I've felt that dry ice oxygen deprivation thing reaching into the coolers. Yeah. Uh, and then and then Kevin Cash has joined us. Hey, Kevin. What's up, Kevin? It's been a while. I talked to him about it today, about joining us on CastBox. And there he is. He says, hey, I'm back. Woot. <laughs> Should be another woot, right? And then Antonio says, hey, Mindy, Jace is hilarious. Maybe it's just me. Uh, Mindy is is so unamused. She really is by me. Yeah, I don't know how she time. gets through our life, to be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, check this out. A man was stabbed multiple times at a, Fre- at a home in Fresno, California, after an argument between family members over a baby. Witnesses claim the two parents returned intoxicated from their Sunday evening out. Who goes out on a Sunday? Uh, when they tried to take the baby home, the infant's caretaker said no. A fight broke out, and detectives say someone pulled out a knife and stabbed a man more than once in the back. Wow. Bunch of hillbillies in Fresno. Don't yeah, go there. Don't. Okay? It is kind of... Um, it's the ghetto. It is ghetto. Uh, sorry for my Fre- Fresno friends, but it... I uh, went there once for a gig in my band. I was like, we got off the road, and I was like, where are, are we? we? And I've been to L.A., people. Ugh. Multiple people were involved in the fight. All of them are related. The baby, by the way, was not hurt. Okay. And that's your... Uh, I have Thank one more, but I think, I think I'm think i done. Maybe I'll save those for after hours or something. <laughs> we don't have after hours. No, moving, we don't. Moving, on, moving on to entertainment news. It's entertainment news with Mindy. You're gonna get yourself some entertainment news. And Stephanie says, "Don't encourage him, Antonio." Yeah, don't. Don't encourage me. Okay. Stephanie's right. Listen yeah. to Stephanie. Antonio says, Sundays are lame unless you're a millionaire. It is so true. If you work a Monday through Friday, Sundays are a drag. You're just like, oh, <laughs> no, please. Yeah. All right. Entertainment news. The next Bachelorette has been leaked. Mm. We're nearing the end of Pete's season of The Bachelor, which means everyone's giving their picks for the next Bachelorette. Reality Steve says that the next Bachelorette will be Claire Crawley. And I was like, who the heck's that? Yeah, well, I think everybody's like, who the heck's that? I had to go back. It was from Juan Pablo's season. Oh, who's Juan Pablo? Two years ago. Okay. Well, you have to watch the show, Jason, <laughs> to know. So. <laughs> Love you. Uh-huh. I do. Uh, in other news, Vanessa Bryant mm-hmm. wants deputies punished for sharing crash pics. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant's widow is absolutely devastated that sheriff deputies allegedly shared graphic photos yeah. of the chopper crash that killed her husband and daughter. Vanessa Bryant's lawyer demanded Sunday that the deputies should receive the harshest possible discipline for the unspeakable violation of human decency. Why would they do that? I don't know. That is so, so unprofessional. I You have to put yourself in, I think, that position, and I would not want to see something that happened to you absolutely not. that would just uh it would just make it worse it would agree anyway in a post to 37 year old vanessa bryant's social media on sunday attorney gary robb stressed that she pleaded in person with los angeles county sheriff alex i'm not even gonna pronounce that last name <laughs> to make the january 26 crash scene a no-fly zone to keep away prying snappers mm. rob called it inexcusable and deplorable that first responders were reportedly reportedly instead sharing graphic images of the scene where nine died wow that's sad all right well that's enough yeah of that and lastly megan markle said to be eyeing superhero role mm. on march 31st prince harry and megan markle will officially leave the british royal family and a report from a British tabloid claims Meghan already has an eye on her next gig, a role in a future superhero movie. Mail Online claims that Duchess hopes to become part of an ensemble cast in an upcoming superhero movie and has informed her agent that she's open to the best offers. That sounds like it's going to be really good. I want to know what superhero movie. 
Well, who cares? Nobody watches those anyway. Uh, but thank you. Thank you, Mindy. <laughs> thank you for <laughs> You're that. You're right. Appreciate it. <laughs> The question of the podcast is coming your way real, real fast. Yeah, baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. I think Minnie has a question. Why is Stephanie playing a skin flute? Because Legacy of Doom said, you play an instrument, can you play a song? Now, how do you know, how do you know that I play an instrument? Did I say that at all? I don't know if I did. Uh, but yeah, we have plenty of songs that I'm uh, a participant of. But uh, right now we're playing our podcast. Uh, maybe at the end, if I have time and feel feel frisky, I'll, I'll play something. Maybe I'll play one of the Tramps and Stereo, not Tramps and Stereo, but uh, uh, Jesse Vaz and the Velvet Rain song. We'll see. Yeah. All right. So the question of the podcast is a Carol Chapel question. And it is this. I love this one. If you opened a cafe restaurant, what type of food drink would you serve? I absolutely love this question. Yeah. And I have thought about it so many times. I thought I would love to open up a restaurant someday, which I have no expertise in it right. at all. Yeah. But I, you know, you think about things. I would do it with all of my mom and my grandmother's homemade mm foods. That's cool. I, I that. have a recipe book and it's all the family's recipes. I thought it'd be really cool to do something different. Yeah. And like have just old school food, like, like, uh, from grandma, you know, I like that. That's a good, that's great. I like that one. Uh, I don't know if I would do a cafe or a restaurant because I'm not a foodie, you know, uh, I'm really not. I, 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 at one point, maybe I would have wanted to do more like a vegan or vegetarian one with really cool stuff. Uh, but again, I'm not a cook. I don't, I don't, you know, like I said, I'm not a foodie. I don't, I don't do that kind of stuff. So I would do more like a, uh, I would like to do like a whiskey bar or something like that. All and right. then let's drink. Yeah. Well, like a whiskey bar or even a, or they call it, a, well, I guess you call it a tap house. Similar to the one that we went to in Pismo where they had burgers and all this really good stuff. And then they had this, the, the beer wall, you know, um, yeah. that, that would be sweet. And I would love for it to be in a location like that by the beach. That, that would be awesome. That was a great idea, but I could see that beer wall going into an establishment and just having it like every wall having beer, be beer, wine, whiskey, but you know, and having the cards where you have to go and pay for it. That would be awesome. And then you just have people standing by to monitor it. Yeah. That, that would be really, really cool. Especially, especially whiskey. That'd be yeah. pretty sweet. Uh, it'd be expensive, but it'd be pretty sweet. Well, you'd put that tag on it. Well, you, then you, with the cool thing about that is which, what I, is what I liked about the beer wall is that you could pour any amount you wanted. So if you didn't want a lot of a certain kind, you just wanted to sample yeah. it, you could just pour a little bit and it wouldn't charge you very much. You could do the same thing with the whiskey. You just have a little bit and sample it. It'd be kind of sweet. I think CastBox went out on us. No, mine's still going. Is it? Mm -hmm. Mine is completely blank. Can so let me know if you can. I can't see anything at all. Okay. So. That is odd. Um, well, let's go ahead and move on to the listeners. Uh, Kevin says still here. All right. Well, I can't see anything. So All right. So um, Stephanie said, I would open up an American brunch spot with simple entrees, coffees, and espressos. Closes at three. Mm, all right. Beck said, keto-friendly high tea. Keto-friendly? High tea. What's high tea? Well, I think the... English. So it's like or, a tea, tea place. Well, he's not, they're not English. They're no, Australian. They're right? from Australia. They're New Zealanders New actually Zealanders. living in Australia. Um, but I still think they do the high tea thing where it, I think it's like noon, isn't it? I, you, I think I'm high tea you, is noon. I'm asking you. And they you have don't tea know. at noon. Okay. I'm not sure. You're Stephanie? guessing. You're literally guessing. <laughs> You're totally guessing. No, I've heard it before. I that's what I think it is. Somebody will correct us tomorrow. Uh, Marcia said vegan, of course. Mm -hmm. Jessica said breakfast all day, every day, but stuff I love and pastries galore. Nice. Jessica said also there would be ice cream, floats, beer, 
floats and coffee floats. Just a bunch of floats. Mm-hmm. All right. Just be floating. And then she said, nobody would lose any weight coming to mine. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Carol said, Carol Spencer said, stuffed potatoes and yogurt with topping and sprinkles. Drinks uh, would be old time soda fountain. All right. Dig it. Todd said a second. I second the breakfast all day, but I would throw sushi in there too. Sushi would be good. I, I've always thought that it'd be cool to be a, a sushi chef. Yeah. You know, to make the art of that. yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool to do it right. When they when they do it right, when they when they do it good, it's it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Jim Roberts said, "For the last five years, I've been wanting to open a burger pub. They will not be your typical burgers." Hmm. Okay. Angie uh, Gleason said, "My cafe would have lobster rolls, lobster bisque soup, smoked whitefish dip, crackers plate with fruit." Shrimp wow. salad, homemade chips and sweet potato chips, homemade chocolate chip Okay, we don't need the whole menu, really? brownie sundaes. Mm, Who is says, that? Now I'm hungry. Who is that? Angie Gleason. Your sister. Mm-hmm. Angie, I love you. I love you, sister. We don't need the whole menu. Just a rough <laughs> overall what's your theme, you know? Uh, Carol Chapel said, an ice cream parlor also selling handmade chocolates and... Hmm, pastries, which I think is pastries, Pastries, but they spell it different. Possibly. All types of tea and coffee, plus homemade lemonade and ginger beer, cola floats with other soft soda drinks would be on the menu. Nice, I like it. And she gave me a picture of that. Okay. Let's see, next up with Tina. She said, this is a good one, gotta think on it. Well, she never got back. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Jordan said, the one thing that is sorely missed is a fast food drive-through style plant-based restaurant. Mm. There's so many times I just want to drive through somewhere, but want more than just a veggie patty. Mm, I know, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, that's gotta be boring. Yeah. Um, Maggie. New listener, I worked at a barista at a coffee shop all through high school and college. Coffee and related drinks with bakery items, your usual neighborhood affair is a place most people recognize and will flock to. My dream has always been to open a coffee, a dog or cat cafe, a coffee shop where you can enjoy the company of animals while you relax. Hmm. As long as they're well-behaved animals, like our animals, not maybe not such a great idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like our dogs are just not that. And that's comments. Uh, let, do you want me to read the chat? Yeah, I've got it up on my phone. Oh, okay. I, it's I I know I can't see, and I just pulled it up. So if there was any in the past, I can't see them. So if there's anything on there, please read it because I can't. I still can't see. It looks like Wayne said soup, salad, sandwiches, and maybe put different ethnic themes on things easy and quick. Yeah, that's a good idea. That was a good question. I, I really enjoyed that question. Let's uh, oh, let's. Antonio said the jerky store. The jerky store. Mm-hmm. Bunch of jerky, huh? <laughs> Just a fleeting thought. Go ahead, steal it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. There's a, there's one. There's an alien jerky on the way to uh, Vegas, and they they're like it's like the best looking, most modern building in where is that? Not Boron, but uh, uh, what's the halfway point? Vegas. Uh, uh, Is it Boron? Baker. Baker. And uh, it's it's like a weird looking alien building that they've redone and it's called Alien Jerky. And I think Alien Jerky is kind of popular, but it's like their headquarters there oh, or something. I, I, I remember that. Yeah. Um, all right. So the question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is another Carol Chapel question. And it is, has the coronavirus impacted your life or have you changed the way you live your life or react to other people? You can respond to the question on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or the Low Tree Studios Facebook page, and we will feature a response on next Wednesday's show. Uh, here is the sponsor. The Jason and Mindy Podcast is brought to you by LowTreeStudios.com, a place for podcasts. Check out our website today for all the latest from Low Tree Studios. All right, so uh, the 
the chat crashed on us. So while you're doing your segment, I will try to recover it. Okay. Uh, meaning not the chat, but the whole thing crashed on us. So let me see if I can get that back up while you do your thing. Okay. Uh, I have eight annoying texts. I'm sorry. I'm gonna eight say- annoying texts. You're going to read eight <laughs> annoying. That sounds really good. No, I'm going to read eight annoying texting habits <laughs> that you may have. All right. All right. Sounds good. So who knew ending your text messages with periods was such a crime? Because that's the first one up is you, what? you use periods. Hmm. So this is what they're saying about it. Yes, it's the proper way to end. Well, this is just not going well at all. I think I hear myself. (laughs) Hello again, folks. Yeah, it's not working. I can't see anything. He says, and we're back. Yeah, it's probably going to crash again, though. I can't see anything in CastBox. Yeah, so we'll have to continue our show if it crashes again. But for now, if you guys can hear us, we will continue. Mm. So I was just leading off with my segment. I have eight annoying texting habits you may have. The first one up is you use periods. Yes, it's the proper way to end a sentence, but that dot may make you seem insincere. That's what researchers at Bingham, wow, Binghamton mm. University kicking ass found when they showed study participants a series, a short exchange framed as either text or handwritten notes. The message was to invite, followed by a one-word response like sure. Okay, yeah, or yup. This is this is right up Stephanie's alley. Mm-hmm. Um, shown with a period and without. In text messages, the response that ended with a period were rated as less sincere what? than those with no punctuation. Oh. The effect wasn't the same in handwritten notes. In a follow-up study that hasn't yet been published, researchers found that a text response with an exclamation mark may make your message seem more sincere than one that ends in nothing. And I, I always use the exclamation mark. I use that a lot. I overuse it probably. Like, happy birthday with an exclamation mark. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie, I agree with her. She's saying sure. When, pe- when people say sure, like, hey, do you want to go out to eat? Sure. It is or so rude. She hates the K. Just K, not okay. Yeah, I don't like that one either. I, I don't do that either. I actually spell okay all the way out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. She says, uh, sure is so rude. Now her husband does this. <laughs> David, sure. It's so, to me, the way I look at it, not just, not just that it's rude, but it's like, I don't care enough well, to give you a yes. It's final. No, sure is like, I guess. To me, that's the way I take sure. It's like, right. I guess, you know, like, it's not like, a, yeah, yeah, let's do it. It's, mm, And K is like, you're showing almost an aggressive K. A little bit. A little A little bit. Wayne says, see, it's hard for people to understand you, which is which is why which is why I use punctuation brings clarity. I agree with that. All right. So the next one up is you don't spell check. Typos and incorrect grammar are the biggest turnoffs mm. for single women and men, according to match.com survey. You know what? Else singles and probably everyone else on the planet also find annoying responding with short answers like K mm. and cool. Mm. Just a tiny bit more effort might go a long way or you might get a second date. Okay. I don't need any dates, but I'll definitely uh, punctuate. <laughs> uh, next one is you say sorry via text. So uncool. So here's the thing with that. Yeah. You're not actually saying sorry. You're not facing the person you wronged and looking them in the eye when you ask forgiveness. And they're not getting the chance to see that you really feel bad. A face-to-face apology is such a classic place where we learn empathy. If you're apologizing to me, I soften because I get to see that you're genuinely upset. You get to see that I have compassion for you. But if you type, I'm sorry, and hit send, nothing happens. Texting an apology is not tragic, but you both get more out of it if you do it face-to-face. I agree with that. Now, uh, I'm getting some backlash here. Uh, Antonio is saying that I read a Wayne, uh, I, w- I read a Wayne's comment as him. Now, I did read Antonio. It's Antonio's face on this, on my phone here. So maybe something's wrong there, but they're saying, uh, Jason has a Wayne Antonio mental block. No, I read it. I see Antonio's face 
<laughs> and it says his name, and I read it as I saw it. Hmm. Anyway, moving on. I don't know what's going on here. It's all good. They're just chatting it up. All right. So you edit mid-text is the next one. Your friend messages you to see if you're mad at a comment she made the night before. You're not. You write, whatever, no big deal. You delete. She might read whatever as code for mad. You try again, backspace a little more, decide to invite her over for coffee and look at your calendar to figure out a date. And in this time, she is watching those little bubbles that indicate that you are typing. You know, mm-hmm, you've seen mm-hmm, those? Mm-hmm. And you're like, come on, man, when are they going to respond? Yeah, finish up. Um, and, then it, and then it comes through and it's like, And then sure. it disappears oh, and then it okay. appears and then it disappears. She thinks you're spell checking your swear words. <laughs> you're trying to tell her it's all good. Those ellipses can speak volumes even before you say anything. Yeah. So think like draft before you type. Okay. So now uh, to, for clarity, apparently I mixed up their names when reading. Uh, just ease up. Okay. We're dealing with a lot here right now. There's a lot going on right now. Okay. I can't see anything on my screen. I'm looking at it on my phone. You guys are going to fluster. This, uh, <laughs> I quit. All right. All right. You text at the movies. We just talked about this on Monday. A darkened theater mm-hmm. is a number one, most irritating place for you to use your smartphone. Um, basically nobody wants to see the light. Agree. Yeah. And nobody wants to hear the, um, little click clacks. And oh, the, I turn everything the texting. off. I turn all that off. Yeah. I don't like hearing that myself. <laughs> um, your text, you text your phone book all at once. Um, this one is like a, a, bl- you, a, a blast text. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you text it. everybody in your phone book and then it's fine for whatever you're doing for that moment. But then you've got 50 other people responding Still. and your phones go, all the other people's phones going off all at the same time. And nobody wants that either. I'm with you. Totally agree. The next, the other one is uh, you send one syllable per text and an anticlimactic to see nine new text messages that basically amount to one single thought. Who does that? And if one of the texts gets lost in cyberspace, it's even harder to follow. I don't get that one. Do you? I don't. I don't think too many people do that one. That's probably why. You send little... one syllable per text. What are you doing? Really? I, I don't know. That's why I say I've never that. heard of it. So That's so weird. Yeah. Last one. You send a just left you a message text. Oh, you yeah. called your friend and she didn't pick up. Maybe yeah. she was driving or perhaps she was busy or maybe she just didn't feel like talking to you at the exact moment. And now she has two messages from you that she cannot respond to in that exact moment. <laughs> when it's not an emergency, it's really not necessary. Yeah. I left you a message. Um, just call back. You know, wait for that. Usually the, what's weird about people though is they don't always check their voicemails. Do you check your voice? Are you a voicemail checker? Yeah. I rarely get them. Yeah. And it's usually for some idiot trying to um, tell me that my taxes are bad and that I need to call in as soon as possible or I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> yeah. Get, get, I got one of those a couple weeks ago. You know what? I, you know what else I hate? I'm going to uh, I'm gonna uh, mention this. It happens a lot at, at work. Someone will uh, find something like it's a problem, like a tool that might be broken and then they'll leave a little sticky note and write, is this broken? <laughs> Duh. Is it? How do I, but the point is, how do I answer that? Right. They're on second shift, right? And then the next day you find it and you're like, uh, how do I, how do I, what do I, yes? Do I write yes on the sticky note and leave it? Do you want me, or is it, do you want me to take care of it? Oh. Or is, you know what I'm saying? What What's the point of a dumbass note like that? Uh, I would actually be a smart ass and say yes. I've done that. And leave it I've on done me. that. But it's, it's stupid. It's like, wh- what are you doing that for? <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, I just don't, I don't get it. Uh, Wayne, Wayne. Kevin's laughing at that. But, a- by the way, Wayne says something like this. What do you want for dinner? Um. And then Antonio says, I hate texting more than uh, one question per text because nobody ever answers both questions, grr. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. Are we are we are we present right now? We well, I was right? thinking about Wayne's comment, and I think oh. he was thinking to what I the second one before the last that I didn't get. Maybe so. So, so you know, we're a little discombobulated. Uh, not that we can't handle when things don't go right, but we're multitasking. I'm not I'm not seeing it like I normally do have to pick up the phone and stuff like that. So we apologize if there's delays in some of our responses. I don't think anybody cares. I don't think they do either, but I still have to explain it because that's what I do. Uh, moving on to this. Oh, no, I'm not. Now I am. <laughs> you know I love those fun facts Because they're factual and fun <coughs> Oh my God, what is happening with my computer? <laughs> yeah, I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is, too. I think I know what it is. You haven't downloaded your stupid new program. And I don't want to hear anybody talk shit. I don't want to hear it right now, Apple, okay? Because it's the same way with all computers. It's the way it is. right? But Apple does update a lot. And I have not updated to whatever it is, Catalina. I don't even think it's Catalina. It's Catalina. Okay, Catalina, right? Because And it's the dumbest reason... It's the dumbest reason, but I podcast. We podcast a lot, and I have this really cool soundboard that I love to use for podcasting. Uh, it has this automatic ducking feature, which turns the volume down, all this stuff. If I upgrade to that, that's this goes away because it's 32-bit, and everything's going to 64-bit. So I have to, I'm going to have to do, if, if my computer's acting like this and doing weird glitchy shit, which it's starting to, it's, I have to, I have to update. It's time to update. I was going to get say, a new soundboard. I think you might need to find another soundboard. I can use the one that David uses, but I don't like it because it doesn't have that same feature, but I just have to figure it out and learn, practice with it. I've been using this one so long. I love it. Hmm. All right, let's go into fun facts here. Uh, the longest TV ad of all time for an old spice product is 14 hours long. That is ridiculous. Yes. It's very definitely. ridiculous. Recent studies show that Americans eat one out of every five meals in their vehicles. Wow. That's crazy. I never eat my vehicle. Yeah, I rarely. I used to. I used to every morning, but I don't anymore. Uh, there's typically a 200 milliscope gap. Be millisecond milliscope. What the fuck? There's a typically a 2,000 millisecond gap between conversational responses. Yours? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Apparently today. <laughs> the first Deadpool movie was only greenlit after test footage shot by the directors two years earlier was leaked online. Mm. The identity of who leaked it at 20th Century Fox remains a mystery. Wow. That's interesting. And those are your fun facts. All right, moving on to this. When you've developed a habit of complaining about things, it's not always easy to shut it down. An easy way to help yourself stop is by catching yourself in the act of adding a positive spin to it. John Gordon, author of The No Complaining Rule, suggests filtering yourself with the but positive technique. But positive technique. If you uh, find yourself gripping, uh, add a but and say something positive. For example, I don't like driving to work, but I'm thankful at least I can drive and I even have a job. I like that. All right. Yes, your complaint still spills out, but the positive note you add helps clear the air a little. You register that you made a complaint, add a reason why it might not be worth complaining about, and over time, complaints will become far less common. So there you go. <laughs> Antonio said, Ronald, Ronald, Ryan Reynolds sucks ass, mm. but he's perfect for Deadpool. Yeah. And then he says, but the positive spin is that Ryan is attractive to a large population of women. Positive? Yeah, there it is. That's See? exactly it. Perfect. That, that's great. Perfect. That's how you, that's how you use the technique. So start using it a little bit more. Uh, like Like this podcast sucks tonight. But, but at least I'm podcasting, and I'm happy to be sitting here with my with my wife Mindy. With my Mindy, I was going to say you called me Mandy. I did. Earlier. I had an I had an Antonio slip there. Couldn't believe it. I said it really Who? wasn't Mandy though. I was saying it, and then oh, it, it was like, Mandy. I know it was Mandy, and I know your name. I've been saying it a long time, <laughs> but it was it was. I said the words, and um, then then it turned into an A, the I turned into an A, and then I just kind of rolled with it, and I was like, oh, mm -hmm. shit, I just said Mandy. <laughs> I think uh, Anthony 
<laughs> is rubbing off on me. He kind of, he kind of is. Uh, Stephanie says it's entertaining as Fox. Fuck, sing fuck, Fox, Fox, fuck. And it's you know that's the fun in live podcasting. It really, really is. Sometimes when it gets to us a little astray, it's uh, humorous. All right, here we go, everybody. I'm gonna ease your mind about the coronavirus. Okay, I'm not a doctor. Yes, we let know me say that, that for sure. I am reading words on a page. I will say that as well. But it might create good conversation about the thing that's going around, the coronavirus that everybody's freaking out about, and my uh, 401k is taking a huge hit over. Right. Don't look at it. Anyone, don't look at your 401k right now. Uh, I know. It's don't just... look. So everybody needs to snap out of it and start buying shit again. Mm. Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway. Um, did somebody call her? Did somebody call Stephanie woman? Uh-oh. Was it me? No. Oh, okay. It was, uh, it was in, it was Antonio. Ooh. Uh, hear me woman. Oh, she hates that. Now you, now you have, you do not have a friend in (laughs) Stephanie. Antonio, you've lost a friend. (laughs) Do you not know her? (laughs) All right, let's move on. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to say a claim and then I'm going to kind of bust that myth like we've done before. Right? So the claim in is, is this, it is no more dangerous than winter flu. That's the claim. Uh, Many individuals who get coronavirus will experience nothing worse than seasonal flu symptoms, but the overall profile of the disease, including its mortality rate, looks more serious. The latest indications are that COVID, the coronavirus, is it COVID-19? How have you heard it? Is it it C-O-V-I-D-19 or COVID? I think it's COVID? COVID. All right, I'm just going to call it COVID. COVID COVID-19's mortality rate is about 1%, about 10 times more deadly than seasonal flu. So it's 1%. That's that's quite a lot, which is estimated to kill between 290,000 and 650,000 people a year globally. Are you listening? Mm Mm-hmm. So that's way more than the flu. The flu kills about 35, uh, I think in America it was Mm 3,500 last year. Uh, and this, this would globally though, of course, this is globally. Yeah, I was going to say it, that spans. It's 1% of the population. 1% of the population is 650,000 people it would kill in a year mm. at it, at the, at its current rate. Well, I think so that's, that's a little scary. It is scary because they they don't really know how it's being transmitted. There's yeah. cases all over the place that they don't know how these people got it. Yeah. So it is a little concerning far as, you know spreadability of it yeah is that a word uh it's two words spread ability the oh. <laughs> <laughs> spreadfulness that's not really that's no, not a word this is nothing yeah moving on all right claim face masks don't work wearing a face mask mask is not an ironclad guarantee nope. that you won't get sick viruses can also transmit through the eyes uh and tiny uh, viral particles uh, known as aerosols can still penetrate masks. However, masks are effective at capturing droplets, which is the main transmission route of coronavirus. And some studies have estimated a roughly f- uh, five-fold protection virus, no barrier. If you are likely to be in close contact with someone infected, a mask cuts the chance of the disease being passed on. If you're just walking around town and not in close contact with others, wearing a mask is unlikely to make any difference. So it- don't be one of those weird creepy people walking around with a mask yeah they're saying because the ones you see most people walking around with those white ones on their face those leave gaps and those gaps you're still going to get that virus if, if you're in contact with it um the only masks at work and i forget the name that they said it's it's a special like heavy duty mask like they would use to, yeah it's more like a respirator yes pretty much and Good luck finding those. Right. Stephanie says you can get it through your eyes. Kevin Cash says that I heard they got it from eating someone. Weird ass animals. Weird, and they did. Yeah. It was bats. And I did look that up. It was absolutely from bats. They were eating bats. Stephanie thinks it was bats shit. Then the horses ate it. And then they ate the horses. But it was bat. It was they ate bats. Um, and then uh, Wayne says you need a special mask. Antonio says a bunch of sloppy ass, juicy mouth, sneezing ass people who aren't washing their goddamn hands and asses. <laughs> Who's eating ass? Well, there are people that eat ass. Okay. People do it. That's fine. 
Uh, I was talking. To each their own. A, a friend at work was talking about how he was sitting in one of our uh, lean stations, and he could hear other people talking nearby, and he heard them their conversation. And they were talking about eating ass. Well, people do that. Talking us. about how you you've never done it. You should try it. It's really, oh boy. Anyway. I'm not doing it. I'm just saying that people are people do it, and I'm not going to judge anybody who does that. Go ahead and eat, eat ass if you want. Fine. Next thing here, claim. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> claim you need to be with an infected person for 10 minutes. Mm. For flu, some hospital guidelines define exposure as being within six feet of an infected person who sneezes or coughs for 10 minutes or longer. However, it is possible to be infected with shorter interactions or even by Picking the virus up from contaminated surfaces, although this is thought to be a less common route of transmission. Okay, they're, you know, they're basically the rule: just wash your hands really good, especially if it's been on surfaces that many people touch. Mm-hmm. Try not to touch your face. Right. You know, don't put your hands in your mouth, your hands near your eyes. Right. Just. Wash your hands. Exactly. I'm with you. Antonio says, uh, eating ass? No, puke coli, salmonella or something. Yeah. It's butt E. coli. It's something like that. I'm not, I can't come up with anything creative right now. It's, it's The creativity is not flowing. All right, next thing here. Claim, <laughs> if a pandem- pandemic is declared, there is nothing more we can do to stop the spread. Okay, that's the claim. A pandemic is defined as worldwide spread of a new disease, but the exact threshold for declaring one is quite vague. In practice, the actions being taken would not change whether or not a pandemic is declared. Contaminant measures are not simply about eliminating the disease altogether. Delaying the onset of an outbreak or decreasing the peak is crucial in allowing health systems to cope with a sudden influx of patients. I think the word pandemic... Um, evokes fear, fear, absolutely, and really, all it means in the dictionary is that it is spread from one country to another. And in our case, there's a lot of countries right now. Yeah, we it's it's you're going to see it happen uh, and 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 break out in the more populated countries because there's and a lot of close proximity with with them and and uh we're not one of the most populated countries. i listen to ben shapiro all the time and and he said really where you see the countries that are being infected a lot are usually the ones that are very poor with their medical system it's like true they don't have vaccines and medical so we are a country thank god we have great doctors and great medical. It's true. It's true. I mean, but it, it could hit anywhere. Um, but you just be cautious. I mean, what I would say is this: it's it's such a it's such a you know people are afraid of a lot of things and 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 live in fear. It, it, I wouldn't live in fear. Take precautions like anything else. I mean, take we live in an earthquake environment, right? Here in California, take precautions. Have water. Have food on hand. Uh, have a, have a have a have an escape route, all that stuff. But don't live in fear. Don't go to bed every night going, "Oh my God, I hope there's not an earthquake." You know what I'm saying? Um, so I I wouldn't live in fear if it happens. It happens. Well, there's nothing you can do about it. There is nothing you can do about it. Absolutely, I mean, especially a nothing. virus. You either you're gonna you're gonna go with it, or you get sick. You got to just roll. I mean, it's just the way. It Last goes. year, me and Stephanie got that flu, and we were so freaking sick. I thought I was gonna die. I literally laid in bed three days. Remember that? You I did. could not get up off that couch. I remember. Uh, Antonio says, Dean Kuntz predicted this in a book he wrote. He actually used the year 2020 as well. I'll send it to Mindy. Creepy. Creepy. Mm. All right. All right. Let's Enough of the sickness stuff. Yeah. I Jesus. just wanted to give people some, you know, information. It was good. It Thank was you. Good. Thanks, Jason. Let's move on. <laughs> Your quote of the day, folks. My inspirational word is winning. Winning! First one up, winning is fun, sure. But winning is not the point. Wanting to win is the point. Mm. Not giving up is the point. Mm. Never letting up is the point. Yes. Never being satisfied with what you've done is the point. And if you do that, you'll score points and maybe you'll win. Mm. (laughs) Uh. Continued it. Mm. Helped you. 
The extra energy required to make another effort is the secret of winning. Mm, I like it. That's your second one. Okay. Last one for the night is winning is not a sometime thing. It's an all-time thing. You don't win once in a while. You don't do things right once in a while. Mm -hmm. You do them right all the time. Winning is habit, unfortunately, so is losing. It is. Uh, I learn that a lot when you play sports, especially when you play pickleball, because you'll play a lot of games in one day, and you may just lose, like, the whole day. <laughs> The whole day, and and it's like, oh, it's so tough, it's so tough. When I, when I when I played that that tournament, the only really the only tournament that I went to, lost every match all day long except the very last one, and it was just depressing. But you learn a lot from the losses too. You and then do. and then Stephanie says, "I'm never gonna give you up. I'm never gonna let you down." That's uh, her wedding vows, though. Mm -hmm. I believe David David did those as his as his wedding vow. Who in the chat? Are they still in the chat that wanted you to play the Nope, Jesse so Vince? I'm not even going to worry about it. That's why I didn't even bother with it, because they're not going to be here till the end anyway. Right. Um, but let's move on to the shout-outs. It's time for podcast shout-outs. Well, I'm not sure if some of the people are in the chat tonight that recommended these new shows that I watch. Uh, I think Antonio to. recommended one of them. Uh, the first one was uh, Conversations from the Abyss. I did listen to one of those uh, titled Father. Mm -hmm. It was uh, told in story form. I'm not sure. I've only listened to one, so I'm not sure if someone's writing these. Yeah. And then they, you know, you know, talk about it in story form. So it was like, for instance, this um, uh, guy was visiting a graveyard and the spirit came through um, as his father. But it was really, I think, the dark side wanting to steal his mm. father's spirit. Anyway. Sounds interesting. It was it was a story. It was actually pretty good. I liked it. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. And then the next one is anthro anthropocene. I'm not sure how that that what a name for a podcast. Yeah, not catchy at all. But anyway, um, I listened to that one too. It's micro. The one I listened to was microorganisms and staph infection. Kind of gave a rundown on rundown on how it all began, and then how it's treated now, like. Before so it's kind of like actually a die from it, and then now we've got all these things to prevent it. It's kind of like a knowledge based podcast. Yeah, like I said, only listen to one. Okay, and then and the other one that was suggested was dating while gray. I That's have, Antonio's recommendation. I have not got to listen to that yet, but I have it downloaded, so that will be next time. Okay, and then the other ones I listened to in the last two days, the way I heard it with Mike Rowe, Chris Hogan, the Oprah Winfrey Show. Trader Joe's Inside Podcast, Ben Shapiro, Dr. Berg's Keto, The Daily, Oprah Super Soul Conversations, Chick with a Stick, and Wreck My Podcast. Yep, I heard you listening to Wreck My Podcast this morning as we were getting ready. Uh, and then Antonio said, Oprah fell, OMG. Yeah, we were going to share something about that today, but she went with a, a different Oh, one. yeah, I was going to do that, but I thought it was kind of old news. But if anybody hasn't seen it, you can go on YouTube. And Poor, it's quite hilarious, actually, because she's kind of funny about it. She's like, wrong shoes. Yeah, she handled it well. Now, yes. Alex Coda said, what's the show called again, Mindy? And I think he's talking about the first one that you were talking about. Conversations from the Abyss. Conversations from the Abyss. If that's not the one you're thinking of, Alex, then uh, let me know. And uh, that's it. I also want to say this. Uh, I am doing the weekly dose. I'm gonna I think I'm going to do it live. I think I'm going to do it live. But I definitely got to spend some time over the weekend figuring out what's going on with the computer here and get used to that new soundboard or whatever. But uh, uh, I wanted to see if anybody be up for this because I already had one person send me a story. Now, I was going to try and find my old journals um, and feature some old journals, journal entries from like high school, right? I still have to find them. I couldn't find them. I did a little bit of work finding them. I got I to gotta really dig for them. Um, so I had one person write a story in, shared a story, and I would love for you guys to do the same if you'd like to, and it can be anonymous, absolutely anonymous, if it's embarrassing or dumb and you don't feel like you want to share, you know, your name. Uh, but if you want to do that, you can send it to lowtreestudios at gmail.com. 
Uh, the email again is lowtreestudios at gmail.com. Send something in and I'll share it. And again, if you want, me, want it to be anonymous, just let me know. And uh, I'm going to do this show, I think, live. I don't know how it's going to go. It may not go well, but I'm going to do it live on uh, Sundays at around noon. I'll, I'll nail down a specific time, but that'll be on Sundays. It'll just be me. It'll be the weekly dose, but it'd be cool to have you guys as a part of it if you're down for that. And that concludes this show. If you'd like to listen to us live, you can do so on CastBox every other Monday and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Also, if you love what we do and want more of us, you can subscribe to our Low Tree Studios Patreon page and also check out our website, lowtreestudios.com. The links are provided in the show notes. We also have another podcast called The Difference Between Us, which we're hoping will be live tomorrow at 6.30. Uh, at 6.30 because Stephanie's not feeling well. We're going to find out from her if she's good. Uh, but we're going to talk about motivation tomorrow. It's going to be a fun podcast. Uh, that's it for ours, though. Enjoy your evening and thank you for listening listening to our show where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. And don't forget guys, the question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is has the coronavirus impacted your life mm. or have you changed the way you live your life or react to other people? You can respond to the question on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or my Facebook page. We always look forward to your responses. Have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Yes, we will. Uh, Antonio says, when is the difference between us? It is tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. We hope. We, we have hope. not heard from Stephanie yet. Yeah, I'm sure she'll be fine, but uh, we will see. In the meantime, don't hold your breath. We'll be back at some point in our lives. <laughs> Thank you guys for uh, dealing with this sort of tragic podcast tonight as we navigated the waters. Right. Crashing cast box. But uh, we'll talk to you guys very soon. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye.